everyone. So welcome back to the podcast of the Sofa Club. And I am very happy today to be talking to one of my best friends, William Burtwistle, who is coming to us all the way from... France, baby. Team France. Wow. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. Yeah. If you could just give your name, where you're from originally, and your age for okay. me. Okay, sure. So uh, my name is William Burtwistle. Um, I'm originally from Hull, uh, which is an absolute dive. If you've ever been to it, you'll know how, uh, how terrible it is. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm 22 years old, so nearly, nearly 23 at the ripe old age. But uh, yeah, life's, life's good at the minute. Let's start <laughs> off with our first question, which is, what is your favorite animal? So I had a, a really long, hard think about this. Um, and my favorite animal easily is, is you when you're pissed. Um, you turn into a right, <laughs> to a right, right, right diva. No, uh, but my, no, my, <laughs> that is not allowed to be it. My actual favorite uh, animal is, uh, is it, have you ever seen little, little tree frogs? They're little tiny little green animals with just huge um, orange eyes, like little black slits. And they're just so cute. They're like the size of a, your sort of um, the end of your finger. Um, and they are just tiny. Uh, and they are yeah, just the cutest little things ever. Wow, that's, that's lovely, Bertie. I know. I'm a little softy at heart. <laughs> I know you are. What is, what is your favorite city that you have been to or would like to go to? Yes, I mean, for for those of you that know me, will know that I um I, I spent a my year in industry. Um, I, I spent six months of it in Hong Kong, um, and that opened up a lot of opportunities. But it also allowed me to explore a sort of different um uh, yeah a different world, a different culture. Um, and like Hong Kong is just just fantastic. I mean, I know Oliver's going. I think soon. Is that correct? I was going to go, but now I'm worried about the coronavirus. So. Uh, Plans have fallen through. Uh, of course, yeah, it's not, it's not a nice time to go with it. Um, but yeah, so, so to give you a sort of background of Hong Kong, Hong Kong is a um, beautiful sort of little island um, which was sort of owned by the British for 100 years and then handed back over to the Chinese in uh, 1997, the year, the year I was born. Um, and consequently, what it means for Hong Kong is it's very sort of very diverse, but very sort of British Asian twist. Um, it's a really like unique culture. Um, I think that everyone should go to it at least once just, just because it is so cool. Um, especially if, if you're English because it, it feels like home, but just really hot. Um, were you a tour guide while you were over there? Cause this sounds great. <laughs> I can sell it, mate. Um, no, it, it is, it is fantastic. It's, it's just a sort of, it's a real sort of expat community as well. So you have a lot of, um, very interesting, very sort of cool people. You know, all willing to sort of, uh, all, all wanting to sort of get themselves to a sort of place um, financially where they're just sort of there to like grind out the hours and just grind out the work, but also have, you know, an amazing time as well. Um, and it's, yeah, wicked, w wicked fun. Well, that sounds great. So that's your favorite city you've been to. And what about, is there anywhere yeah. that you haven't been that you'd like to go to? Yeah, so I quite like to explore like South America, like Brazil or something like that. But also I think um, on the sort of Asian vibe, uh, I think Singapore would be awesome. I mean, have you been to Singapore? No, I've not. I've not been there. Have you ever been to Asia anywhere in Asia? No, I actually have not. Yeah, it's, it's really fun. Really, yeah, really fun. Like my, my parents like going places that are quite westernized. And yeah. I feel like that my uncle's actually living in Hong Kong at the moment. So. Really? Whereabouts? Yeah. I do not know, no. But he's, he okay. works, well, he's, he's opened the, the Fortland and Mason store. But he's the manager of that. Oh, cool. Oh, awesome. 
he's living out there at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Really, really cool. I think it's um, it's it's a place where you can sort of just do like whatever you want, um, and it's yeah, wicked fun. Oh, that's brilliant. Thank you for that insight, yeah. Bertie. That's right, mate. So the next question is, what is the craziest thing you've ever done? Yeah, so I've I, I've thought about this question long and hard. Um, I'm a bit of a deep thinker, and uh, I associate sort of craziness with risk. But I'm a but like I'm a very calculated person. I, I don't really take a lot of risk. Um, but like easily the craziest thing I've done is is move to Hong Kong for sort of six months. Um, you know, work for a, a, a sort of massive company. I wouldn't necessarily meet, say meet that people. that is that is you weren't under any risk or the yeah no that's yeah well, that's what you I'm saying the risk in the sense of that you may not like it but you were never going to be so that's how you're seeing the question as opposed to yeah a crazy thing like yeah what was your crazy thing ah oh, it's too many it's too many <laughs> it was the PG PG episode oh um swimming with, <laughs> swimming with great white sharks I think I said oh that is cool actually. Yeah, that's really cool. Where did you do that? Uh, in Cape Town. That is cool. So that was quite cool. That is cool. I would say you yeah, got, I haven't really done any of that sort of stuff. You got you got a you got a tattoo. I did get a tattoo, a few tattoos. Um, and I am like the the the, the least craziest person anyone's ever met. Uh, but I do have two tattoos on each ankle. Uh, one of them we share with uh, the members our, of the previous, our previous guests. Yeah, our previous. Our previous guests. Yeah, uh, Stella and Goose. God. Um, and, and the other one, I got um, I got a tattoo on my left foot. Um, and what's the what? ABC? ABC. Oh, what does that and stand it's, for? It's, it's, it stands for Always Be Closing. Um, it's from a film uh, called Glenn Glory, Glenn Ross. Um, this guy called Alec Baldwin is a, quite a famous actor. Um, and he gives this really amazing speech. Um, and at the end of it, he say, or oh, like throughout this speech, he, he sort of refers to this, this sort of selling term of, of, um, of ABC. Um, and it really like, resonated with me. So I, I, yeah, I, I always excited. Always closing deals. Always closing deals. Nothing else, just deals. Yeah, strictly um, deals. <laughs> strictly deals. Deals only. Good deals only vibes over here. Um, yes, yeah, so I got that tattooed. And uh, to be honest with you, I don't regret it at all. Like, I wouldn't regret it. Either. Yeah, I don't at all. I think some people can can, can get some tattoos with real, uh, real like cynical stuff. You just just like just like just utter like stupidity. But luckily. <laughs> luckily, yours is, doesn't fall into that category. Yeah, luckily, that's not stupid at all. God. <laughs> and actually, I quite like it because it's, it's discreet. And every time I like put my socks on in the morning, I'm like, oh, God, today's, like, today's my day. Like, I'm, I'm like, really feeling myself when I put my socks on. <laughs> <laughs> that is brilliant. Yeah. Um, well, moving yeah, to the next question, which is kind of linked to this, because some people yeah. say that getting a tattoo is scary. What yeah, are needles you scared and stuff. of? Yeah, so... Again, when I was, so it, it's funny, when I was a kid, um, I used to be really scared of horses just because they were so big and like muscly and just absolutely enor uh, enormous. Similar to um, yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like now I've grown up, they're like, like normal height to me. So I, I don't really get scared of them anymore. Um, but yeah, you know, horses, I was, I was petrified of them. Absolutely petrified of them. But now I've, I've, I think they're, 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 they're quite nice creatures. They're quite friendly. They're quite subdued. Um, you can ride them. They're amazing. Um, but yeah, no, I was horses for, for a long, long time, up until like two years ago. And I'm 22, so I was 20, and like, shit, scared of horses. Wow. I never knew, I never yeah. knew that. I know, yeah. Are you, are you scared of heights? 
I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say I'm scared of heights. I would say that you just don't like them. Sometimes when I'm up really high, I get yeah. the urge to throw myself off. Well, that's called suicidal. I think you need to go. I think you need to go in. No, but you know when you're I'm pretty sure really that, high there's a number you, for that. You need to call. Like sometimes when a train goes by. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I, I look at a box of pills and say, hmm, today's a day. Well, I just think, I don't know, it's kind of, I think that's why I would quite like, I'm, I'm concerned if I did a bungee jump because I think I would love yeah. it. I think bungee jumps are weird um, because you kind of get like a, a, a real thrill for about 30 seconds and yeah. then like nothing else after. Um, and I think that it's, it like, it's, it, it's the same as skydiving. Yeah, I don't think I would like, do People are like, oh, I'm scared of... Yeah, I just... I kind of get it, but like, you're in a harness, like, nothing... There's very little risk associated with sort of skydiving and bungee jumping because it very, very rarely goes wrong. Yeah. What is your death row meal? Yeah, so... This, this, this question that I think comes up quite a lot from just like normal, like, pub talk. Yeah. Um, which time. is kind of... Yeah, which is kind of like what this podcast is, I think. It's just, it's just like... It's a friendly chat of, with like a little bit of uh yeah exactly um but my favorite meal uh, and i think it's it's quite a good answer as well um i'll be because the, uh, you can be you can judge, judge it but it's um it's boxing day meal wait, wait, is, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait sorry sorry so you're not having a starter you're just saying one singular course <sighs> i could have starters it's yeah, so here's the thing. Whatever you like. But. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm dying, you know, the next 24 hours. So I I, I think I, I can do it. But my favorite thing about bo bo boxing air meal is a it's like cold meat and chips. Like my mum does these like amazing uh, like triple cooked chips. They're like unbelievable. The cold meats, the hams, the turkeys, the uh, pigs in blankets, like just just like everything. Like you get like little pill pickled onions. You get like little. Uh, uh, little sauces to go with it, like just just fantastic stuff. Yeah. Um, and and like, but like also, it's like the day after Christmas. Everyone's a little bit hungover. You all come back. You're like in your new uh, uh, gear, like with, with your new shirt on. It's just it's a very sociable meal as well. Um, so if I was dying or going to be killed, that's what I'd want. Like my whole family there. Okay. With just Boxing Day meal, cold meat and chips, and then that'd be like, oh, I, 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 I go peacefully now. Okay, so let's say that's your like main, that's your main course then. Yeah. What yeah. would you have? But like, so like the other things that I have are like, I might have like a like a like a, a muscle starter. Okay. I love muscles. Okay. And I think we we both share in like the love of seafood as well. I actually, Bertie, I had muscles the other day. Did you? Oh, the sauce. And it came with in a big bowl, obviously as usual, oh. and it came with some fresh bread, and. Oh. It was in like a creamy, leaky oh, stop it. sauce, and it was it was yeah. beautiful. I think, uh, yeah. So obviously, being in the Alps, it's quite difficult to get like fresh seafood up here. Um, yeah. And I've been craving like mussels and like like crab or like lobster for like three months now. <laughs> and I'm just like 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 yearning for it so hard. I'm like that's dreaming it. about it. That's so. That's oh, so I love it. I absolutely love it. <laughs> Such a yeah, Tory answer. Yeah. You know, I've been I've been skiing for the last. Why? I'm just dying. I've been skiing for the last three months, <laughs> and I'm dying for some lobster rolls. God, <laughs> oh, I know it's terrible. It's 
terrible. That's very good. What life? Life's too hard at the minute. <laughs> what about a dessert? Uh, so yeah, for dessert, I'm a bit of a a kid. So like, I love uh, like warm chocolate brownie and ice cream. Just like just vanilla ice cream, warm nice. chocolate brownie. Super simple dish, but you know, doesn't need, need to be complicated with any sort of like goulash or like any sort of uh, like topping or whatever. Just very simple dish. Warm chocolate brownie, ice cream, <laughs> sorted. Absolutely yeah. sorted. And to have a drink with that, perhaps. Um. Oh, so actually, in Hong Kong they do a Bruna. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. No, I have not. But Bruna is like this like Aussie um, drink that's sort of been taken over there. But it's like a sort of like a root beer, ginger beer type thing. Okay. Um, it, it's it, it's non-alcoholic, but it's just so refreshing. It's so refreshing. It's a bit like the water actually in my um, in my uh, flat here, because it's like 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 the Alps water. It's so cold, so crisp. Like when you drink it, you're, you just oh, your taste buds just melt. Amazing. Brilliant. Well, yeah, of course. I, I was thought out all of that for yeah. you. Yeah. So on my imminent return home from my uh, injury, if you could get all of that sort of laid out for me when I uh, re- return back soon, that would be amazing. Oh, absolutely. I would love nothing more. Yeah. We'll go to we'll go to Ambiente. <laughs> we'll get all that ordered up. And then another we'll mention. Clock- another mention of Ambiente. Oh. Goodness me. That place was dreamy. Oh, we have had some good times there. But we've, mm. we've spoken about that restaurant too much for this podcast. Yeah. They're not paying me enough. To be yeah, I feel like they're, they're getting too much uh, free publicity. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think that that was a very comprehensive list of your answers. And yeah. Very much appreciated that. That's all right, mate. Thank you so much. Well, what about you? Well, no. this. What was your definite meal? This isn't my podcast. This isn't a podcast. I know it's not, but I'm I'm just curious. I'm a curious soul. Um, I it would really depend on the whole scenario, to be honest. Right. Well, let's say, um, just like just I'm just off the off the top of my head. You're driving along. You're drunk driving. You've killed a family. (laughs) No, I didn't mean. I didn't mean my crime. Oh, you meant. Oh, sorry. Okay, sorry. I don't know. I do like the idea of something fishy to start, perhaps. Okay. Um, but then... Well, I like scallops? Oh, I love scallops. Actually. But then saying that, I do love... I don't know, croquettes are good. They're quite nice. Yeah, yeah those, those croquettes from... Um, I feel like my start, my main oh, would be so nice. just a, a group of tapasy dishes. A group of tapasy dishes? Okay. Like a lot, yeah, a, like not what? just one singular dish. It would be a, yeah, no. a variety. Yeah. I understand the uh, concept of tapas. Well, yeah, you <laughs> just sounded very confused. <laughs> by the whole thing. Interesting. Well, maybe, yeah, no, Bertie, okay. in a future episode, we can sit down and you can you can get me to answer all of these questions. Yeah, I would love that. I think um, maybe we should try to act Ambiente and get like them to bring out food for us. Well, uh, yeah, actually, so I would quite there, like to And then do we it. Like, like review the food. That would be awesome. Would, yeah, I would quite like to do it in Albiante at some point. Yeah, that would be sick. That would yeah. be so cool. Maybe I'll, I'll put yeah, that in the diary up. for your return. Put that in the diary, yeah. Pen it in. <laughs> Perfect. Right, let's move on to the next section. So now, everyone, this is one of my favorite sections. This is the fact section. So it means that if you're driving to work or you're already at work or you're just chilling you can learn something as well. So, I know, exactly. You like this section, Bertie? 
Yeah, it's my favorite section of, of all of them. This is, this is, this is the best. Uh, and actually, what I wanted to do with you, actually, because, uh, because you brag so much about how, how academically gifted you are. Uh, I don't what, think I've what ever, I wanted to do was maybe done. like. Sorry, do you have, do you have two degrees? Uh, I do. I do, yes. <laughs> so, what I wanted to do is flip it a little bit. So, um, to, to also like bring in the audience a little bit as well. But basically, I've written down a, a lot of factual questions that will give insights um, into, uh, into uh, the world we live in. Uh, and uh, what I'm going to do is ask you a question, um, and then you can. Um, do you have the answers to this? I know all the answers. I've just got them written down. <laughs> yeah, so let's just point out that before we give our answers, we'll have a little pause so the listeners can also get involved. Question number one. What's the most southern US state? I'm going to say it is Mississippi. Close, but no cigar. No, next guess. Alabama. Nope. Alabama? Most southern US state? Yeah. Okay. What are you? Let's go final time. New Mexico. I know the answer. Yeah, it's it's a better guess actually. Um, It's uh, it's Hawaii. Oh, that's a trick question. Yeah, it's not a trick question at all. (laughs) It is. Next question. What's what's the fruit on top of the Wimbledon trophy? Oh, you told me this before. It's something ridiculous. Anyway, I know what it is. It's a pineapple. Yes, it is a pineapple. Yeah, good knowledge. Well remembered, actually. Well remembered. <laughs> Fountain of knowledge, you are, mate. Uh, what is the only bird that can fly backwards? Hummingbird? Yes. Good, good, good. Yes, good. good. Very good. Who invented penicillin or, or discovered it? It's not. Is his name Alexander? Fleming. Yes. Yeah, come on. Yes. On the money, right on the nose. God, I'm, I'm actually it, impressed man. with my knowledge here. You are, you're actually doing really well. I, I'm, I'm very impressed. Where would you find the Sea of, of Tranquility? I actually don't think I know this answer. Oh, if you had to guess. Um, I would and say... Let's like, just say, an out of this world guess. <laughs> is it on the moon? It is on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> little, little hint for you there. What was Napoleon's last battle? Oh, goodness. True, Trafalgar? <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. Close. No, close. Really close. Really? Was that actually close? Yeah, close. I couldn't give you another guess because I'm... Think, think, yeah, think along the, along the lines of, of uh, Trafalgar. I honestly am not very good with this sort of... Knowledge. He's a W. Ooh. Wellington. Waterloo. Very close. Ah, oh, it's close. Yeah. I got the war... When... Yeah, you got yeah, but you got the W right. Well done. <laughs> Last two questions. Um, what year did the first Harry Potter film come out? There's a real cult following for Harry Potter. Was it something like 2001? It, oh my god, that's on the money, mate. That is that. Is you know what? I I had a feeling it was 2001. Yeah, it is 2001. Well done. That's that's very impressive. I feel like that's a quiz question that's come up. Yeah. Okay. Last question then. What is the world's most visited museum? Is the answer something that isn't obvious? Like it's a bit of a trick question. Uh, I mean, as it's the most visited museum in the world, um, it's probably the most popular. No, is it the London <laughs> Art and I mean, uh, Animal? What's it called? Uh, Art and Animal. Oh, uh, uh, what the Natural History Museum? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not, but close. Uh, it is, in fact, the Louvre. 
Ah, interesting. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's good. Well, I enjoyed that. Stuff. Good knowledge. Um, I was thirsty for knowledge then. Um, um, my parch is gone. Well, actually, I have a few just facts that I might give you. Do you? Inter- okay, try then. So this is something. Let me hear him. This is something that I think you'd find quite interesting. Okay. So, ice cream is sold as a solid, liquid, and yeah. gas at the same time. Is it? Yeah. How? Ice cream is a solid, liquid, and gas all at the same time. Uh, pretty sure it's just a solid. Um, no, no, no. I will give you. <laughs> I will give you the. No, 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 no. I'll give you the. It's not. It's not a liquid because the ice is is frozen. But ice being being a solid is. I will tell you now. Yeah, please do. Good ice cream has solid ice crystals, liquid milk fat, and air bubbles. All three are key uh, okay. to making a good palatable ice cream. Uh, okay, fine. So, in fact, well, that I, th- makes, uh, I, kind of make, I think that's kind of a cop out answer. I don't think it is. I think it is. I think you've just been stumped and you're not very happy about it. I don't think that's right at all. <laughs> okay. I, gonna, next I would thing. call it solid. I would, yeah, I'd call it solid. Yeah, but it goes into a liquid. Well, yeah. But, yeah. Okay, fine. I'll hold my hands up. You would. You would. Well, I'm just saying that QI said it was, so it must be. Oh, that was on QI? Yeah. Good uh, original content then you found. Yeah, thanks. I didn't make it up myself. (laughs) Um, If you can hazard a guess at the amount of times a user will touch their smartphone during the course of the day, what would you say? Uh, I would say 10 times an hour. Which would mean what you wait for twelve hours a day, so one hundred twenty. Wait, are you Jake? Think of how many times you touch it just to send a text. Oh, not as in like look at it. No. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah, times up by maybe twelve hundred. Okay, it's two thousand six hundred and seventeen. Wow, is it really? Yeah, I think I touch my phone probably at least that. Oh, easily. Yeah, easily. I mean, when you text, you know, ten girls at once, it's it's uh, it's, it's tough life. Actually, because I'm I'm managing never off it. I'm managing so many of my businesses. I think. Yeah, so many stocks. <laughs> <laughs> How's the old uh, stock market at the minute? Is it doing well? Um, well, all I can say is that one of my one of my favorite stocks, which is a what and for for and for pharmaceuticals. Not that one. It's called okay. Um, okay. and it is a, a mining company. Uh, oh, right. Interesting. Their stock went up significantly just before Christmas to about 180 right. P per um, whatever. And I bought it. <laughs> what? And I bought it for about 30. So I'd made about. Oh, really good. I'd made about 500 pounds on it. And That's I was really good. But I researched it and they're digging more this, this year. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to wow. hold it. Wow. Okay, now. I'm going to hold it. I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. Well, currently, the price of that stock is about 42. And it plum- oh no! It plummeted due to the fact that the oil they found was heavy, meaning it would be more expensive for them to to mine Extract. it. But I didn't oh, no. worry so much because they they've got another five holes to dig. So it's, it's oh, five holes to dig. Is that a lot of holes in oil? 
<laughs> yeah. Is that a lot of that, that, that idea? Because you, you always see those like fields of nodding donkeys and they are like massive. Yeah, but if you think of it, so for example, they've been commissioned to do eight. They did two last year, okay. both of them struck. Bearing in mind, not everyone that you will dig will find oil. Yeah. yeah. So they found oil in- Are they UK based? Uh, I don't know. don't know. Right, okay. I was listening to their, uh, their, their CEO talk about it the other day and I'm not scared yeah. I'm not scared. No, I wouldn't be scared either. Anyway, a, B, C. What's a few thousand pounds between friends? I don't know. No, exactly. Do you know what I mean? What's a, what, what's a few million quid between uh, amigos? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, <laughs> it's all good. I'm not scared. It's a learning curve anyway. I wouldn't be scared either. Nah, it's, uh, mate, it is what it is. Well, I think that's been a very factual segment. Yeah. No, uh, do you have any more facts? Uh, maybe some that I'll embed within the answers later. Okay. Yeah, yeah sure. Our next section is the question section. So during the past few weeks, we've had people send in some questions and I would like to start by, yeah, we'll, we'll answer some of these questions. Let's do it. I'm excited. I'm uh, rubbing my hands together. Brilliant. So yeah. I will ask one of them now. What is your biggest motivation? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I live by a quote, um, which is, <laughs> of you do. which is, um, your biggest, uh, your, your biggest risk isn't failure. It's sustained mediocrity. I love um, that. I love that one. It's a, it's a, it's a great quote. Um, and I think that, uh, if you, I strive to not be boring, I strive to do things differently. You're not doing um, a very good think job. Differently. No, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm the most boring man in the world, but, uh, unfortunately, um, career wise, um, I strive to sort of think differently. I'm, I'm reading sort of three books at the minute about um, innovation and uh, just to like further my knowledge on, on the subject area that I think I kind of want to go into. Um, so my biggest motivation is when I'm like 40, having you know wife and kids, stable income, um, and just having a really like nice life. I'm willing to sort of put in the hours of the next sort of five years, you know, work, you know, to, you know, to work at the grinding stone, just hashing out work, um, for when I am sort of that age, you know, with kids to have the ability to, to just chill out a bit and just, you know, relax and enjoy life to, to, to the fullest then. I would say that what about you, yeah, I was, I was going to say that your answer is very similar to mine. Yeah. So I would say my biggest motivator would be yeah. the, the, the fear of not fulfilling my true potential yeah exactly so that would be kind of similar so like financial stability yeah yes so my motive yeah. is the fact that i just want to be successful within whatever i do so that is a motive yeah so yeah exactly yeah good, yeah, good. So i actually had some uh like some questions as you know sort of in anticipation of uh this this podcast yeah i gave um, 
and I think one that I'll sort of hit home with you because you're a very positive person, but yeah. and you never really think about anything negatively. I think um, about things negatively. <laughs> but the, the sort of question that I had for you is, what's your biggest flaw? Um, I'm extremely impatient. Yeah, you are. You also never like apologize for anything. <laughs> you never take ownership of, of the responsibility. That's so, that's also valid. So I would say yeah, taking yeah. ownership if I've done something incorrectly. Wrong. Yeah, exactly. And I would also say, and yeah, and also the fact that I'm extremely impatient. So yeah, if if I've got my mind on something and it doesn't happen that second, yeah, then I will completely lose interest. What's um, what's mine? Um, I think it's quite hard to look at it from from your own perspective. But what's mine? <laughs> Your biggest flaw. Uh, I'm too nice. I'm, you, I'm, I'm, I'm too cool. <laughs> you love too much. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Um. Oh, actually, I would say that you you can. Okay, this is a good one, but this is not one that I've I've necessarily thought of. This is one right, that okay. I've been told. <laughs> Oh, God, so I would say I would say that your biggest flaw is the fact that you are extremely passionate about certain things. I would say, yeah, to the extent that whatever you're doing, regardless of who's involved, if you get on, you get uh, your yeah. your 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 vision on something, you will do nothing yeah. other than that, and you will not. Yeah, I disregard things. You won't right. take into consideration anyone else's point or the want until. No, so I will give an example. This isn't one that's necessarily happened, but let's say you're... Oh, God, okay. Let's say that we... This, has, this, is, this has definitely happened. No, it hasn't. Okay. Um, let's say that uh, we all decide, this group of us, that we want to go for dinner. Yeah. And you go, oh, there's this amazing restaurant. It's this. You yeah. will not let us go anywhere else because no. you have to now go to that place. Yeah. And I would say that that is probably a flaw, but it's also, I guess, could be classic. I think it's almost like, like maybe too controlling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe too controlling of the situation. Yeah, that's a good way of saying Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, good. Yeah, probably that. Yeah, what are you passionate about? You know, uh, what, 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 what uh, gets you dick hard? <laughs> um... I would say building meaningful friendships and social. That's a good one. And social. Yeah. I don't know, like I have quite a few different groups of friends that aren't. Yeah. That aren't friends, and I, I okay. kind of. What gets my dick hot um, is the fact <laughs> that I can, I can swarm, sw uh, swim in and out of these these groups, yeah. but still maintaining a hundred percent friends friendship with all of them, and the best one of the yeah, best. Yeah, it's funny because. One of the best things that I would say it almost brought a tear to my eye was okay, one of my yeah. birthdays. It was my birthday last year, actually, when like yeah. three or four of my friendship groups all came, like different people oh, cute. On, came to yeah. Leeds for the Leeds Ollie for Run. The Ollie Run. Yeah, and it was, when, it was when like a, a person from each of the groups were sat around speaking to each other and they were all friends. Yeah. And I thought, awesome. wow, that's amazing that all my friendship groups all get on really well. Yeah, that was an amazing day. I think um, as well. That was the best thing. Ever. You have a certain ability and a certain knack to, to sort of just be friends with everyone. Um, there's there's not, not a lot of people. Not, that not everyone so much recently. But. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there aren't a lot of people that hate you. And there aren't a lot of people that um, 
have a sort of bad word to say about you on sort of initial meetings. They were very, very, uh, very outgoing. But like also, I, I, and I don't want to say this because your ego will go through um, and your head actually might appear in front. But, uh, <laughs> but you're, you're, yeah, you're just, yeah, you're, you're very, very funny as well, which is oh, quite annoying. Thanks so much. Yeah, I know. It is really annoying. But uh, no, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your positive right. energy, Bertie. I appreciate it. It's fine. Just, just, just feeding your ego a little bit. The best piece of advice you've ever been given. The worst piece of advice I think anyone is given is follow your dreams. They're the best, Bertie, the best. Yeah, I know, but I, 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 off the top of my head, I, I, I don't really know. Um, but the worst piece of advice, I, I think, is follow your dreams because to follow your dreams, you could go down a real rabbit hole of, of following something that, that just isn't feasible or possible with the skill set that you, that you have. And I am a very much a realist in terms of um, knowing where my abilities lie and where they don't lie. Um, but the best piece of advice I've ever been given. I would um, say you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That is also very true. Um, Go for it. Is a, it's a sound piece of advice. If you um, aim for the moon, you'll at least land at the stars. At least, at least land at the stars. Um, I think the best piece of advice I've ever given was probably by, by, my, um, by my brother. Um, and he said... Something along the lines of, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, something, something along the lines of what, what, what you said. He said that, you know, if you don't take your chances and if you don't do the things that you want to do, you are going to regret them for the rest of your life. So just live, a, yeah, live it up a little bit. And I think that, that actually um, being in a sort of situation that we're in at the minute, you know, the age of sort of 21 to sort of 25, you have a real opportunity to kind of just do like whatever you want. Like, you're, 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 you're kind of, and I'm starting a career, but like, but like, you can literally do anything. You're old enough to go wherever you want. You're old enough to do whatever you want. And you can um, fail. I think that's another. Yeah, thing. exactly. And you can fail. As Gary, v, no... as Gary V says, you can fail. Gary V. Fail. Yeah, failing. Have you failed a lot? No, I've never. <laughs> never yeah. I mean, have you failed a lot? No, I can't think of I one time. Oh, in my in my life, I would say before I got yeah. to university. I'd never failed anything, but I'd not achieved what I should have done. Right. Okay. So since then, I've, I've, I would say I'm a, I don't like failure, and I, I can't, I can't speak. Yeah, I know. I, I never, I never had a big failure. I've never been like, oh my god, this is a like a, a disaster. But I, I have say, little failures all, all the times that I've yeah. And I think that just on that, you take failure as an opportunity to grow and learn. Yeah, yeah, to grow. Yeah, realize your mistakes and. And, and, and sort of plow on from that. Yeah, um, exactly, which is why my next Because failures set out a cornerstone of, of, yeah, exactly. Failures set out a cornerstone of which you can build from. Um, and, if you, and if you don't have enough cornerstones, you know, you, know, you can't build a house of, of success. Exactly, exactly. Well, they exactly. were, I feel like they were very good questions. Yeah. We, there's some questions. A deeper, actually. Yeah, but I like it. I think the listeners like it when yeah. we when we get a bit yeah. deeper. But there's some, there's, I know some I do. there's some questions that have come in now which yeah. are just, I would say more quick fire. Okay. So we'll just go through, we'll just go through them quickly. Okay. So fav, favorite color? Uh, purple. <laughs> you coffee cat. Um, Is yours purple? Yeah. Uh, well, that's not, that's not ideal. God, that's why I was saying, I will say mine is plum. 
plum. Okay. Or um, burgundy, perhaps. Yeah, I mean, I, I also love pink. Yeah. What did, do you hate anything? Uh, bananas. Fair. Okay. I despise bananas. Just the smell of them. Just, oh, no, thank you. Thank uh, you, next. Future child's name. Uh, uh, I love the name Camilla, but shortened to Millie. Um, and I also love the name uh, Frederick. Because <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really painting myself uh, as a big like Tory here, but unfortunately, I am I am far from a Tory. I'm, I'm very centre ground. I would say you're slightly liberal, a, a socialist, obviously. I don't think I am a socialist. I'm, I'm definitely not not a socialist, but I'm very sort of middle ground, maybe leaning slightly to right. Yeah, you're but, definitely leaning slightly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, if you could be any celebrity in the world, who would it be? And actually, let me just. Yeah, go on. You, it has to be from now on. It can't be because of what they've done in the past. So you don't get to live what they've already done. Oh, very cool. Um, okay, in that case, like Justin Bieber. See, I would also, I would automatically say like a Bieber, but he's yeah. already, he's already his life's finished now. He's like twenty five. Yeah, but if you what? think of everything that he's done, everything else. No, is- no, 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 no. He's had like the dark times. No. He's now like just got married. He's got a new album. He's, you know, he's. he's no, no, no. See, I would say someone like. God, I would say amazing. something like potentially Kanye West's son. Ah, uh, that's a cool one. But yes. I feel like that's almost a level of fame which is just too much for child. No, but, but if you think about it, the child himself, when you actually think about it, the child yeah. himself is just going to be known for being like a West. He's not, he's not going to, you're not going to recognize his face. Uh, I don't th- I think you will. It's almost, yeah, but not so massively. Mm, I guess so. I mean, if they play it off like the sort of Olsen twins, but I don't think they will because they're very sort of uh, media-centric. So but imagine by the time that kid's like 10, it'll have like a, an Instagram with like 100 million followers and whatever else, so. so. Yeah, if I was a girl, I would say the girl off Stranger Things. Oh, Millie Bob- Bob- Bobby Brown. Because she's literally just 10, 16 and she's going to have the sickest life. Ever. Oh my God, yeah. So... Um, actually, let me just very quickly Google how many followers she has on um, Instagram. I'm pretty sure um, it's like half the population of the UK. So she has 32 million. Yeah, which is half the, po- the population of the UK. That is mental. And she's 16. Yeah. Oh, God. That level of fame is, I think, too much for me. Uh, what's on your bucket list for this year? This year, um, move to London. That is my only goal. Nice. That's a good one. Um, which is, yeah, where I want to be. Like, London in summer is fucking awesome. Um, I, quite a lot of our friends are now down there. Uh, it's an absolute riot. It's just a party. Um, you know, good job, good life, good vibes, good vibes only. Yeah, that's my my, uh, my bucket list for the year. So, yeah. All oh, right, what's the next segment? What's the next oh. segment? I'm hungry for hey. more. Okay, we'll be back in a sec. Right, everyone. So now it is the time for the Agony Ant section. So we only got sent in one this week. So I will just... Yeah, I know. Surprising. Oh, no idea. I will just read that out. Dear the Sofa I you were popular. <laughs> Dear the Sofa Club, I was wondering if you could help me. All of my friends started university at the beginning of the year and I chose to stay at home and work. They all seem to be making new friends and new friendship groups and I feel a bit left behind. 
Do you have any advice? Ah, interesting. Okay. Do you want to swing for the fences first or do you want me to go? Yeah, I'll, I'll throw out a few things and then you can, okay. you can bring it up. I'll add. I'll add yeah. to it. I'd say, I would say you're in a really lucky position because, in fact, now you've got more friends. You may only work during the week, which means you have weekends to go up and visit them. You get to explore new cities. You can become part of your other friends' experiences and lives as well. So this is a really good opportunity for you to make more friends and be put in a situation where you're still comfortable as being at home, but you're also exploring new and different cities. Yeah. I think that, uh, I think people change and people move on. Like obviously your friends have gone to, um, gone to university. I think that actually what you want to probably start doing is making outlets for yourself to, to, to meet and to, to, to find new people. Um, I think uh, some kind of sport or some kind of club where you can go to to meet other people are great um, ways of, of, of broadening your horizon in terms of just making new friends. Yes, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, if, if, you're, if, if you're naturally quite a shy person, it's probably a good thing to do because, you know, you don't have to, to, have to talk to everyone constantly. You can sort of just be around people and just sort of make friends sort of naturally that way. Um, but I think that actually making friends is, 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 is difficult. It's hard to find, uh, uh, no, a lot of friends. Um, you know, Oliver, Oliver's got maybe, maybe two really close friends and then about a million uh, loose friends that, that, he, that he's I would sort say of I have a good um, 15 close friends. <laughs> yeah, so like I, I, I have, yeah, maybe seven, you know, really, really close mates that, that, you know, that I talk to, you know, on the regular. Um, but equally, like, you're, you know, your friends at university haven't left you. They haven't just, like, abandoned you. Like, they are coming back. They are still your friends. You can still talk to them. I think with with social media the way it is nowadays, like you will always have an outlet to to speak to them, to, to phone them up, to FaceTime them, to to do whatever. Like they're they're not lost forever. Uh, they are still your friends. You just need to uh, you know reconnect with new people, but but also keep in touch with those guys. Yeah, maybe just reach out to them as well. Maybe they're maybe they're finding it difficult. Yeah, maybe yeah, exactly. You know, it's the, it's not a walk in the park at at uh, university. You know, I have, I have friends. It, it is tough. I have friends. No, um, I've got, got friends. I've got friends who stayed at home, and yeah. they, we're still we're still all good friends. And I also have friends that went to university and didn't decide to do a masters or whatever, or haven't moved to cities to work after university. So a lot of my yeah. friends moved down to London, but a lot of my friends, well, what, a few of my friends have stayed on the Wirral, and they're finding it yeah, exactly because they're now they're they're now working fully. And they don't have all their friends around them because we're all in London or Manchester or Leeds. Yeah, exactly. And they exactly. feel a bit isolated, even though that they're doing exactly the same thing we are. Yeah, exactly. All their friends have left, but they. Like when I went to London, for this, it's hard to get. I mean, I mean, the city is massive, but it's hard to find like a, a good core group of mates. Um, it is really, really difficult to, to sort of. Yeah, if you don't already have people down there, like so. When I went down, I was in my third year. Didn't really know a lot of people who uh, sort of moved there as well. Um, had two friends who were there and like it's so difficult to like find other people to sort of interact with um, you have your work colleagues and uh, and they're great but you know for the weekend stuff it is it's actually quite tough to, to, to find people to sort of make friends with but I think yeah I think the, the advice would, would be um, outlets 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 find yourself a way to meet new people uh, but it has to come from you like you have to sort of be the first one to take that proactive step um, in terms of maybe playing sport, go, you know, social clubs, or you know, whatever it may be, 
you have to be the one to sort of be the be the guy or or, or the girl to be like right I need to sort of change something in my life and I just do it next area of discussion which yeah is something that's relevant that's happened recently within the media or on the news or whatever and it it brings up social media so obviously there was the sad death of Caroline Flack so I think it would be interesting to discuss kind of the influence social media has on on us and has it affected us or has it been a benefit or you know let's, let's discuss yeah. that um I think so from my point 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 of view um I got social media when I was maybe 16 so you're kind of at an age where you understand um not right from wrong but you understand like the core principles of friendship and I think that kids nowadays who are on social media at a very young age really struggle to build like genuine meaningful relationships. Mm-hmm. You don't get the opportunity to interact with people the way that you would like down the pub or, or, or something like that. I think that, uh, that, that actually we were probably at prime age for getting social media. Yeah, I would, um, say, I would, say, I would say we've been at a great age to both yeah. and how to speak to people online, but also how to speak to them. But I mean, yeah, sorry, yeah, how to speak as well. personally and also yeah. and online. And yeah, exactly. I, I can use one example. So one of our good friends, Tom Roberts, is appalling at speaking oh. to girls, but Weeb. he's quite good in person, but just terribly virtually. And I think that's yeah. because when he was younger, um, as in like the 16s, 17s, 18s, he just didn't ever speak to girls. So he has no... Or, or anyone for that matter. <laughs> so he has no concept of what he should text them <laughs> or say to them. Exactly. So he finds it really exactly. cool. So I tend to take over his social media accounts and speak to them for him. <laughs> I logged into the wall. <laughs> Which I've done for Bertie, actually, on numerous occasions as well. So You have literally never done this for me. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but more seriously, I completely agree with what you're saying. I think it's, it's genuinely the younger generation that are finding it difficult yeah. with building meaningful relationships and also the most appropriate things to say online and also i would say that exactly the people being the most aggressive in terms of the abuse to celebrities will be people who have had problems or been bullied themselves so yeah, exactly i think they're that, just venting it exactly they're venting their own fury at others that they believe to be in a much more happier place which which on the surface it might look like that but deep down, it's, it's definitely not the case. I mean, going sort of uh, off topic a little bit, I think that social media has to be regulated some way. Um, I get that, you know, Facebook and whatever else put in, uh, you know, you have to be over 16 to, to use the app, but it's quite an arbitrary um, uh, form of regulation. I think more has to be done to, to stop um, the detriment to kids' health because essentially they... Like, imagine if you were, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15, um, and you saw, like, live on people's stories, all your friends having like, a great time at a party or whatever, and you're, like, sat at home, like, you know, with your cock in your hands. It must be so difficult to, like, watch that live happening. I don't know, Bertie, was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, just, it must be so difficult to sort of see that happening live, to know that, you know, all your friends are sort of having a great time and you're you know, sat at home doing nothing. Um, you know, people get major FOMO and that can, go, can, can, can actually be quite depressing for some people, I imagine. I think the removing of likes, like the number of likes on Instagram and things will help. Yeah, 100%. Especially with 100%. Us, I think that self-esteem, because I think it used to, it got to a stage where 
everyone was girls were posting pictures to just feel good about themselves. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. Yeah, exactly. As opposed to just posting pictures they like. And I know, especially on the world where everyone's quite opinionated, um, it would be the case where if a girl didn't get a, a certain amount of likes, they would literally just delete them. Yeah, pictures. delete it. Yeah, that's mental. That's absolutely mental. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's the, the sort of the sort of beauty regime has really profited off off the um, the sort of social media industry. But girls nowadays are just like, exposed to stuff that you know they they just shouldn't be seeing. Yeah, um, I agree. In, in, in a way that um, in a way that really fucks them up. Well, I think I think it's important to say that if anyone is feeling upset or feel like oh, 100%, bullied, yeah. then there are people that they can speak to. Yeah. I mean, your parents are pretty paramount to that. Yeah, I would say parents, but I would also say if we're talking about the whole sports avenue or clubs, then older yeah. people within that, within that circle are also excellent people to speak to because they've probably been in this scenario before and will be able to give you advice without it seeming like it's selling yeah. off or a, something yeah, exactly. not a positive. But anyway, on a slightly brighter... Outlook. Yeah, got a bit morbid then, didn't it? We got a bit deep. Got a bit deep, yeah. So, yeah, really deep. What have you got planned for this weekend? Uh, for, yeah, good question. So, um, obviously, I'm sort of out in the Alps at the minute. I'm in a ski resort called Team, um, and uh, I was a driver basically at the start of the season, um, sort of driving people to and from the airport. Uh, unfortunately, I, uh, I I messed up my shoulder a little bit, doing, uh, sh- sh- showing off in front of a girl. Um, and uh, yeah, broke my uh, my clavicle ligaments. So I had surgery on that, which meant I couldn't be a rep anymore. Uh, sorry, a driver anymore, which means that, that they sort of gave me a new job being a rep. Um, so this week I am basically going around on my chalets, checking, you know, making sure everyone's okay, um, getting sort of feedback on the weeks, you know, booking them into restaurants, you know, blah 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 blah. Um, nice. And then I'll probably go for a little ski as well, which, which is good. Get, get the old. Uh, Get your planks out and go, go for a little shred session. Wow, that's brilliant. Yeah, what about you? What's your plans? Uh, so tomorrow I am going for an interview for my second secondment as part of my grad scheme, which should be good. Very cool. Um, Very and good. then I'm going to go drive home as an onto yep. the world. Going to play nice. hockey on Saturday, see if you... Awesome. And then on Sunday, my mum and father are coming to Manchester and we're going to go for dinner. Yeah. Okay, fine, nice. Um, so yeah, so it should be a good weekend. Well, can I just that say- sounds fantastic. It has been lovely to speak to you. Oh, it's amazing. It's so, it's nice to hear your voice again. I know, I know. And uh, well, thank fantastic. you for being my first um, out of this country. International, uh, yeah. Mr. Worldwide. Yeah, so That's I think- Big bro, it's going big. Getting good. All we, all we have to say now is bye. Thank you very much for listening. And no problem at all, enjoy yourself. Don't have too much fun without me back in the UK. Yeah, well, do you want to say bye, Bertie? Ah, au revoir, monsieur, madame, au revoir.